open mics that are on a radio station. <laughs> Put your hands together for your very special guest host tonight. The very amazing, the very sweet, the lovely, the talented, the hilarious, the always well-dressed. Just her shoes are darling today. Put your hands together for Meredith Slaughter. Happy Friday, everyone. Can y'all hear me? Well, no, but I don't really need the mic, except that they need to hear me on the radio. I wouldn't have gotten out of bed today if it wasn't for this. It, I mean, I mean that. I really wouldn't have, which is the funny part, the sad part. Um, I told Matthew, I told Pam, I was like, I'm not slinging any jokes. I told her that before she made me the host. Thankfully, she reminded me or I would not be here because, again, I wouldn't have gotten out of bed. But I did because I love Pam, and I'm so happy to see so many of the faces that are here. I really am. And I was excited before I even walked up because I saw that it was Matthew Quirk. But I am going to do what you said, and it's John because he made it, right? Yeah, I'm just bringing him up. Where'd, where'd he go? There he is, right in front of me. You ready, John? Ready. Oh, number one isn't here. Do, do you want Matthew or y'all? y'all? Who checks who? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no, 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 that's not fair. <laughs> oh, you're number one. Oh, gosh, tell me your name again. I apologize. I didn't go back and look at the list after there wasn't a number one. Michael, what's your last name? Satuba. Michael Satuba. Okay, and that's what we're going by, Michael Satuba. And that's a great thing. I love it. V or B? It's MBA. Satumba. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. I appreciate that. MBA. That helps. I should probably get one of those that I don't use. That's what I do with all my degrees. All right, guys, everybody give it up for Michael Satumba. Friday. Regular Friday, San Francisco. How we doing? Doing good? Whew. Um, you guys have roommates? Yeah? Yeah, San Francisco. Kind of, kind of hard to live without roommates, right? Um, but my roommate's like really religious. He's really religious. He's Christian, and we we're talking about heaven and hell the other day. And he told me, Michael, like if you don't believe in heaven, you're gonna go to hell. And I'm like, Josh, you're gay. <laughs> you know, we're still gonna be roommates in hell. Like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. We'll still be roommates. Still can't suck this dick though. You know. <laughs> But yeah, he's very Christian. Um, listens to a lot of Christian rock. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, but I wonder if he was like Buddhist. He probably listened to like songs like Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. Like Buddha rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go to SF State, and a lot of people say I look like a poor international student. Right, kind of fucked up to laugh at, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to like go go shopping at Smart and Final over here. They sell 150 eggs for like $20, which is pretty cheap. It's like 10 cents per egg. Um, and I went on the bus with this big box of eggs. I was just super excited to go home, <laughs> excited. Um, and then I made some eggs, scrambled eggs. It was excellent. <laughs> Almost got in an existential crisis, like. All right, stupid. Um, <laughs> dumb jokes. Um, I, I'm taking biology right now at SF State, and it's, it's kind of difficult. Like, my teacher gave me, like, a, a curveball question or a curveball statement. He said, she said, you can't make eggs after 50. I'm like, damn. What about, what about bacon, though? Like, can you still make bacon? 
Like incomplete breakfast. Yuck. Malnourishment. Boo. Um. <laughs> yeah. I consider myself a guy that like I, I kind of run a lot sometimes, and like this past week I ran 18 miles, like from some from the mission to Golden Gate Bridge and back. It was pretty tough. Um, you know, I think we have no limits as a species, and we should be always pushing our boundaries and going over our perceived limits. Um, that's why I'm an alcoholic. You know, no limits. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of people that have no limits, like le legends. Um, Isaac Newton was a guy that didn't have any limits. He was uh, the law of gravity guy. I found out he was gay um, through SF State. I was taking a gay history class. And I found out he was pretty mean to other students and, and scientists. Like, he was, um, he was anal with them because he had a dick up his ass. Um, stupid. But my sister's complaining a lot because when she was younger, she said she didn't get any enough breast milk, right? And my dad was like in our group chat. He said, I've been trying to get milk from your mom. Like, it's still, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Like, <laughs> but yeah, talking about legends, just leave it off leave you guys off with this like there's a lot of le legends dying that are important to history like Michael Jackson died Prince right uh, Muhammad Ali they, they all they all died and but we're still lucky that we're living with people that that are legends like Michael Jordan basketball legend um, Dave Chappelle comedian right um, Oprah Winfrey right um, Bill Cosby rape legend um, <laughs> all right sensitive crowd all right guys give it up for your host Good night. All right, one more time for Michael Satumba. So San Francisco State, was that closed this week for something, like a bomb threat or something? Yeah, I'm glad you're okay, I'm glad everyone. Was it not real? Um, yeah, cool. That, see, I just read the headline, that's all I knew. Just, just, just clarify for everyone else, I'm not picking on Michael. I like Michael, do y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike Matthews. <laughs> All right. Um, he survived a bomb. Th I do. I like you. And so you're an undergrad. Yeah, I'm undergrad. Yeah. Cool. So you're graduating in, in May. Yeah, congrats. Early congrats. I might not see you again until then, but I liked it. It was good. John, you ready? Please be ready. <laughs> All right. John Gallagher, everybody. Okay, oh, the shoulder tap. I've, now I'm imbued with the power. All right. They haven't been touched in years. Okay. Yeah, does anybody know what this ore is for? Why is this here? What? There's a signed ore. What the fuck? What is this? It's what? Okay, friends of the pod. I was like, just like, I don't know, Mutiny Radio. It's like, we got, we got Olympic oarsmen. We got art. We got stand-up comedians going nowhere. <laughs> I'm paddling in place up here. I, uh, I know my, my brain is damaged. That's why I'm having a hard time 
computing an ore in here to throw just it's already thrown my brain out of whack i'm just worried i'm drinking too much because i forgot a thing that i should remember i caught up with one of my friends a while ago and he reminded me of a house party that we had in high school and he's like you don't remember this thing i was like no he's, this is what happened um and you'll, you'll see why i should remember this right uh this guy one of our friends gets super drunk he disappears for hours and we're all drunk too so we don't care he's a man he disappears if he's dead fuck him he knows better right no one cares if a man dies really and so he disappears for hours but somebody goes to use the bathroom like the bathroom is locked we're like oh shit he got drunk and passed on the bathroom he could be dead who knows and so we got it like there's no window to access this place right so we got to bust down the door eventually after like banging on it we're like oh shit and we get inside find the friend he's not drunk He's not, well, he's drunk, but he's not too drunk. He's not overdosing. Everything's okay. But what he is doing is he is on the ground sucking his own dick. <laughs> and he'd been gone for three hours. And so you're sitting there like, what happened? Like, uh, have you ever, is this like the weirdest party protest in the world where he's just like, yeah, how's your job going? You know what? This party sucks. I'd rather go suck my own. Excuse me. I'll be right back. He'd been there for hours. It was remarkable. And you're sitting there, you're like, what do you, what, there's no, there's no right way to do this. Nobody wins when you come in your own mouth. You know what I mean? That's a, it's a lesson for life right there, baby. Good. I, uh, I'm obsessed with a show on Animal Planet that's called My Cat from Hell. If you guys have seen this, it's excellent. Just like there's the dog whisperer on Animal Planet, there has to be a cat training show. And dog training is real. Cat training, we know, is not a thing that happens. You cannot train a cat. That is a lie. That is an absolute lie. Cats either like you and they go about their day, or they hate you and they go about their day, and you should not let them affect your life whatsoever. They're furniture, okay? And my cat from hell uh, doesn't have a useful protagonist. What they have is they have a man named Jack. Jackson Galaxy. Uh, yeah, Jackson Galaxy is this guy's name. The name of a liar. You know, that's, don't trust Jackson. That's the most untrustworthy man in the world. The show's intro's automatically off the rails. It goes like, this is your host, Jackson Galaxy, host of My Cat from Hell. He's a cat behavioralist by day, guitarist by night. You're like, what? Does these, do these inform the other thing? Does one make him better at the other one? Not really, right? And so he's going around, you're like, okay, this guy, does he have some kind of specialty? He's just a fat, bald, white guy in a bowling shirt. He's shaved a separation between his beard and his sideburns. By far the most sinister aspect of his personality. Evil, just like a cat, cat a whispering Mr. Mistopheles at this point, you know? And so you go to the episode, and he comes in, he wanders into these people's houses, and he's carrying a guitar case. You're like, oh, shit, maybe he does play guitar to these cats. Maybe there's studies we don't know about how you can just solo cats into submission or something. And then he puts the cat case down. He's like, yeah, hi, what's up? I'm going to train your cat. And he opens a guitar case. No guitar, just cat supplies. He brought the guitar case for no reason at all, just to trick you, furthering the ton of lies that he has in his... His uh, calendar. And every every uh, every scenario is the same. He walks in, and there's a, a guy and a girl. There's always It's always a heteronormative couple. Sorry, San Francisco. Uh, and then the guy is always like, oh, I can't fuck. This cat's getting in the way. This sucks. And the girl's like, I love him. You, can't, you have to train him. And so she comes in, and he comes in and trains him. And then the, the first testimonial is always the same. The guy always looks at the camera. And they're like, oh, yeah, Jackson came and taught us some things about the cats. Oh, man, I had no idea he'd be so hip. He's just like a fat, bald, white dude in a bowling shirt. And it's like, what do you think is cool? This guy is not cool. He's what every cat person looks like, you know, typing on the Internet. I don't know. He doesn't look cool at all. What is your version of cool? 
And then the, even the weirder thing, looked up online, Jackson Galaxy's name is Robert Kirshen. That should give you every answer you need. Robert Kirshen is a man you listen to. And he's like, no, that doesn't have any credibility. I need to go with Jackson Galaxy on this one. People, people believe Jackson Galaxy. Robert Kirshen's just a schmuck, baby. Um, yeah, that's, you know, enough. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> John Gallagher, everybody. Happy Friday, John. It's good to see you. John has a great voice, huh? He does. It's like so great. Like, it's great. It's funny. <laughs> it was obscured with laughter a lot. It always is. That's what's part of what makes it so funny. Uh, next, we have also the another hilarious person. Everybody in the room's hilarious, of course. And guys, please donate 2 to $5 for the open mic. I realize I failed Pam on that, and she's doing everything else. Matthew Quirk, everybody. Oh, thanks. Meredith Slaughter, everybody. You kill me, baby. Meredith Slaughter, yeah. That was clever as shit. Uh, so, guys, I don't know about you, but earlier this week, I, uh, I listened in on just the fucking worst episode of Kill Tony ever. Holy shit. Worst open mic in history. I figure you get 450 people, give them a minute each. You get like one funny person, maybe some original, maybe some original material. The impeachment, I'm talking about the impeachment. Uh, speaking of the impeachment, <laughs> now do you get it? Yeah. Uh, you don't know what Kill Tony is or an open mic? The impeachment trial, everyone, all the senators had one minute to say something. And they all basically toted their party line. And I equated it to an open mic. <laughs> now you get it? Can I get my time back for that? Fuck. <laughs> so uh, Trump recently said that the impeachment is going to ruin Christmas. And I, for one, would like to say happy holidays, Mr. President. Happy fucking holidays. Uh, so apparently, speaking of Christmas and everything, uh, the Christians are finally backing off on Trump, saying that it turns out he's an immoral character and they don't like him anymore. And Trump is bitching like, hey, guys, what? I, nobody has done more for religion than I've done. And I'm like, good point. Just ask a banned Muslim country. Banned Muslims. <clears throat> so... Uh, Trump also asks for, uh, for everyone to, to pray for him during this impeachment tra uh, trial. And uh, I tell you what, man, uh, you've never seen so many more fucking atheists praying than this week for Trump during the impeachment. Praying for the impeachment. Anyway. So now that Trump's impeached, is he the first, second, or third worst corrupt president ever? First, second, or third? What do you think? Bigliest? Kofefi? Uh, let me see here. Apparently, there's a lot of uh, bills piling up on Senator Mitch McConnell's desk. Uh, ported, ported bills are stalled on his desk, and uh, libtards jump all over him for that, right? But I think we should cut him a break, guys. He's a senator from Kentucky. He can't read. <laughs> we should have more compassion. Uh, so I read recently that uh, bees are the most important animal in the world, and uh, ants are so pissed right now. Ants are fucking pissed. 
Uh, I read a thing that uh, people are like trying to live a more paleo life, right? To be more depressed. Because you know what's not paleo? Depression. Depression's not paleo. Uh, let me see. Uh, more big news. Did you know pa- Putin runs a Trump super PAC? What the fuck? And uh, he's like for, he's endorsing President Trump, of course. And uh, I think that's a big red flag. And I mean red, guys. So red, it's got a hammer and a sickle on it. You guys are with me on that. Uh, Trump says if he gets impeached, the uh, stock market's going to crash. Uh, meanwhile, the stock market has soared since the impeachment. Because let's face it, uh, the stock market's about uncertainty, or in this case, certainty. Certainty. Impeachment. Certainty. Uh, anyway, apparently the stock market's going to crash. Like, that's uh, supposed to dissuade me. I don't got any money in the stock market. The fuck do I care? Uh, so uh, Trump sunk to a new low. Uh, he went after uh, Senator uh, Desi, Debbie Dizzle, I believe is her name. She replaced her husband who died recently, a war vet who died recently, and Trump is insulting him, uh, insulting a dead man. Uh, and uh, I, for one, just want to call that a quid pro groan. Quid pro groan, everybody. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yoko Ono said that she slept with uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Man, Yoko ruins everything, huh? I mean, now lesbian Yoko? God. I used to fantasize about that shit. She's ruining that too. All right, thanks, everybody. Matthew Quirk, everybody. I can sit, right? Because it doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter for them seeing me. And this is what we're doing is roundtabling everybody. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to move it along. Matthew, I love you. That was hilarious. Um, And thank you for keeping me up to date. When I wasn't talking to Quatemoc Silva outside, everybody give it up for Quatemoc. Oh, that's like some old school porn music. I like that. <laughs> Play that again. That was pretty good. I like that. Play that, Pam. Come on, hit that shit. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. That was a quit nut right there. I, I love old school porn. That's cool. I wish dogs pissed in bottles. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm, uh, I'm kind of happy. I found out my ex-girlfriend died. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. We're, we're about to get married. Thank God we didn't get married because I would have been a widow. You know what I mean? I've been, <laughs> oh man you know what i miss I, and this is gonna be weird i miss voicemails like i really miss the old school voicemail you remember you like somebody like you really had a crush on them and you called them and they didn't pick up and you hear their voice like for example like when i called this girl i was like man i'm so excited to hear that you got your pickup line ready you know you wrote everything down you're like i know what i'm gonna say to her i know you know and then she doesn't pick up and all you hear is her voice Hi, it's me, Rebecca. Please leave me a message. Ciao. You're like, ooh, shit, ciao? Like, I don't know what the fuck ciao means, but that sounds hella fucking good, right? You know what else I miss? 
my I used to have like a song for my voicemail, and this is the song I used to play for my voicemail. Hold on, if I can play it and find it right here. This was my voicemail song all the time when I used to when people didn't pick up. Hit that. <laughs> For five minutes, that was my fucking voicemail. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I went to jail for the very first time, right? What what a way to transition right there, right? I remember when I went to jail, and I was so scared, right? I was like, fuck, man. Fuck. So I called my uncle, right? I called my Uncle Rob, and I was like, fuck. So I called him. Hello? Hey, Uncle Rob, it's me, Thelmo. I'm in jail, San Mateo County, bro. You got to hurry up. They want me to join a gang. I'm fucking scared. Don't tell my mom, please. Hello? Dude, it's me, Thelmo. Hello? Hello? I'm just joking. This is my voicemail. Please leave me a message after the beat. <laughs> Fuck! I was so scared. I was like, shit. Fuck, I don't want to go to jail again. Um, I don't want to talk about I'm I'm happy to be here. Um, I've done some weird comedy shows. Uh, in my time for doing stand-up comedy, I done weddings, I done funerals, and it was probably the coolest fucking show I ever done. In the, uh, like at the funeral, like it was like hella hood, right? People were fucking smoking weed and like talking hella shit. I'm roasting the guy who's dead, you know what I mean? We were talking hella shit about him. And it was so cool because like after the funeral was over, we played uh, beer pong on his casket, you know what I mean? So it's like. You know, so I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, enjoy your life, you know what I mean? Even when you're dead, let's have a fucking party, you feel me? Like, if you want to do blow on your fucking casket, let's do it, you know what I mean? Ah, <sighs> fuck. Um, have you guys ever been so fucked up? I mean, really fucked up, but you're responsible, so you decide to hop on BART? I remember the last time I got really fucked up, I hopped on BART. I, I was just like, all right, cool, I'm about to hop on BART. And then it's just like 10 seconds later, I passed out. I was like, <sighs> And then all you hear is the conductor saying, Pittsburgh, they point. I'm like, fuck. I was trying to go to 24th and Mission, grab a burrito. Fuck. Man, I got lucky, though, because I had like a jar of Nutella in my fucking pocket. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat this fucking Nutella. I'm like, I'm finger blasting the fuck at that Nutella. I was like, <laughs> for me, that Nutella was fucking good. Uh, what do you guys, what, what are your plans for? Are you a comic? Who's a comic here? Oh, all comics? All comics? Damn, okay. No crowd work today. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to get out, give, a, uh, give a shout out to Pam and, you know, Mutiny Radio for fucking doing this. This is fucking, what, like 10 years? This is fucking longer. I don't know. Let's keep this shit rolling, man. I love this shit, man. And please donate. Send Instagrams, Twitter, tweet, whatever, Craigslist. Just sh shout out fucking love. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get out of here, guys. My name is Cuatamo. Uh, uh, please get home safe. Peace. Cuatamo Silva, everyone. Is Robbie Goodwin here? You are here. Okay, lovely. Are you ready to rock and roll? All right, guys. Everyone, give it up for Robbie Goodwin. I'm here, yeah, by the way. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> I'm a rock musician. <laughs> How'd you guess? I wish I could like Kinnison out like that. Uh, it's good to be here. I was just up in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I got out liberaled up there. You guys ever get out liberaled? Worst feeling in the world. Because the best part of being liberal is feeling better than people, you know? Like I was up there like, yeah, I'm vegan. They're like, oh, really? <laughs> we don't eat food. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> All right, checkmate, I guess. Uh, you sunk my battleship. Okay. <laughs> I'm from here, uh, you know, a little bit south of my hometown. Um, it's funny, people who, I hate people who are too into their hometown, you know? No one likes their hometown more than people from the shittiest hometowns. You know what I mean? Like, there was like, oh, you got a burger there? You got a burger? No one makes a burger like Meth, Massachusetts. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you ever go to those guys' hometowns? They're always like, all right, I'm taking you to get the burger. We got to get the burger. And you're like, this is a fucking Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, but this is the good Wendy's. Why do people like their hometown? Your parents picked it, you know? Can you imagine liking anything your parents picked that much besides your... Oh, yeah, no one makes shirts like Tommy Bahama, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, all our dads do. <laughs> that is the universal dad uniform. <laughs> that and life is good. The guy with the fucking golf club. Uh... I just want to talk about. Oh, I had a job interview last week. Uh, quick poll of the room. How soon into a job interview do you ask them if they think Epstein was murdered or not? Because uh, <laughs> I gave it a one Mississippi and I went right for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't hear, after you say the Clintons, you don't hear. So when can you start? <laughs> uh, just kidding. I don't know. Who knows? Um. What else I want to say? Fuck. I watched that debate last night. I like Andrew Yang. You guys know Andrew Yang? My favorite part of Andrew Yang is he's so calm, but his supporters are so enthusiastic, you know? Like, he's always like, um, I just think that we need to have a good solution. <laughs> and they're always like, yeah, fuck yeah, Yang! Fucking buttfuck Bernie, yeah! <laughs> okay, all right, I'll look into that. Uh, what else I want to say? Oh, I saw The Irishman. Anyone watch The Irishman? Love it. Total dad bait, that movie. Speaking of dads, that movie... What Bernie Sanders did for socialism, that movie did for dads. You know what I mean? Just energize them, you know? I like that movie because uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro both play Irish guys. The most Italian guys of all time, playing uh, cast as Irishmen. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, top of the fucking morning, huh? Oh, they're after me pot of gold. <laughs> oh, I love Lucky Charms. Once I think I'm out of potatoes, they pull me back in. That bit would have crushed in the 80s, let me tell you. Let's see what else. Thank you. Someone honked. <laughs> Good Pacino. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Sounds like they're having a great time. <laughs> Hell yeah. What a year, huh? 2019. It's almost to a close. But uh, not, but man, between R. Kelly going down, Michael Jackson going down, what a brutal year for wedding DJs, huh, guys? If Bruno Mars goes down, we got to cancel all the bar mitzvahs till 2020 at least. It can't be all Adele. People are going to think it's a funeral. All right. Well, uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Robbie Goodwin. Give it up one more time for him. What time is it? I have no idea. I haven't looked because I'm not wearing a watch. 6.30. Awesome. Okay, guys. Ryan is outside. You, Ryan. Sorry. I can't see against this wall. It was the same thing with John. He was sitting right there. I'm like, did John leave? <laughs> All right, Ryan. You ready? All right. Here you go. Ryan Schooley, everyone. Good to see you, too. Hello, everybody. Happy to be here. This is a... Uh, this is fun. I, I, Robbie and I kind of look alike, do we not? We, I think we got the same eyebrow situation going on. It would, 
you guys never knew me pre-beard. I pre-beard, I looked exactly like Robbie, and it's, it is uncanny. And, and he's taking a piss right now hearing this and probably feeling uncomfortable about it. So it's <laughs> fun time for all, yes. Um, some of you guys know this. I actually, I got engaged this weekend. It was, it was pretty fun, pretty cool. <laughs> That's how I describe getting engaged. Pretty cool. I don't know. No. It was a good time, man. I, um... My girlfriend wanted to get pictures of the proposal. She was very adamant, like, got to get pictures. So I looked into a photographer to hire. Ridiculously expensive to get a photographer because of, uh, they say it's because of how difficult it is to take pictures while being sneaky and, like, hiding in a bush and shit, which to me is kind of bullshit because perverts do that all the time, you know? Like, that's the only way they take pictures, really, if you think about it. Like, you go to a photographer, he's like, you know, I want 600 bucks for proposal pics, not a penny less. You go to a pervert, he's like, I will do it for free if she's topless. That's, that's what I will do. You'll actually make money if you give the pervert the panties she's wearing. That's how you turn a fucking profit. You want to propose, you know, with a regular photographer, you got to do it right around sunset to get optimal lighting. You propose with a pervert, doing it at night, not a problem. He will propose, he'll take pictures at night. That's when he does his best work. You could do it anywhere. You could propose anywhere you want with a pervert as long as you're more than 500 feet away from a school. That's that's a goddamn fact. Yeah, man. I um, I don't know. It's it's interesting when you propose because you got to be so secretive. You know, you got to make it surprising. That's that's a big part of the appeal. You got to surprise her. Uh, which um, I talked about how we look alike. Well, yeah, it was. I had I had to say something when you walked out because I felt weird about it and everybody else did too. All right, um, no man, it's it's you know you got to surprise your girlfriend when you propose to her, right? That's weird. Uh, it's weird because uh, you got to set shit up so you have to. I was like lying to her about where I was going and kind of sneaking around, and I realized all the shit I did to stage a surprising proposal is exactly what I would do if I was cheating on my wife. You know, like. Which is weird. It's like you would never like. There's never any other walk in life where you try to learn one thing and you accidentally learn the other. You know, like you'd never go to med school to learn how to save lives, and they accidentally teach you how to hide a body. You know, that's not thing that happens. I um, yeah, man. She's she's excited. She's very excited. We've been talking about being engaged a lot. Not surprisingly, given that we just got engaged. She's she's so pumped about it. She's like, oh, Ryan, we you know. This is great. We gotta start planning our wedding. We gotta start planning our lives together. You know, we gotta, uh, you know, get engagement photos. I'm like, I'm pumped too. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. We gotta do all of that shit. And she's like, we should also get a joint bank account. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. That's that's because I feel like that joint bank account is a bigger step of like trust and commitment than marriage is because it's quantitative. You know. Like, if you get married to someone, you're saying, I trust you more than anyone I've ever met. If you get a joint bank account, you're saying, I trust you exactly 20 grand worth. That's exactly how much I trust you. All right, joint bank accounts, we'll keep working on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's, uh, she's cool. <laughs> I keep coming up with the least romantic ways of describing my fiance. She's cool. She's, she's pretty dope. <laughs> She uh, she's very uh, supportive of me doing comedy, but she's not very encouraging. You know, this comedy is rough. Yeah, I get depressed about it sometimes. I, w I was talking to her a few weeks back, and I'm like, you know, this is going really poorly. I don't know if I'm meant to do this. Maybe I should quit. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, oh, she's totally gonna, you know, like give me the rah rah speech. You can do it. And what she actually did was she texted me a list of career alternatives to stand up comedy. <laughs> 
right? Because like in the movies, the, the husband or wife is always like, I believe in you no matter what. My fiance is like, maybe try improv. Maybe that's, <laughs> all right, thanks. Ryan Schooley, it's good to see you. That was good, it's funny. Um, and I can see it, I think it's good. I think it's good you're talking about your fiance now. How, is it okay if I ask how old you are? You're 31. Yeah, like John Mulaney talks about his wife all the time. And yeah, I can see it. I like it. It was good. It was really funny. You're welcome. Kyle and then Larry. Where'd Kyle go now? He's over here. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Everybody gotta give it up for Kyle Morrissey. Oh, yeah. um, did you like the Irishman? Yeah. yeah, it was good. But you're right. It was so funny watching them try to be... Because they're so obviously not Irish at all. Like... Oh, this gold medallion, yeah, I got it at a pot at the end of the fucking rainbow. Like, it's, it's, it was, it was good. Um, I feel like shit. I've just been eating Christmas cookies all day. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, I finally got into the spirit. I, I went, I went Christmas shopping today, which, like, normally I would hate. Um, uh, and, and, cause I'm not good at remembering what people want. And, and my girlfriend was like, you know, one of the things I like is, is crystals. And my gut reaction is be like, really? Like, you're going to buy into that shit? And then I was like, wait, all I have to do for Christmas is buy rocks. <laughs> like, that's, that's not bad. Like, that, like, I was, like, in a headshot on Hate Street. And the guy was like, well, this one promotes wellness and longevity. I'm like, just, just shut up. Just put it in the back. Like, actually, I don't even need you. I can just go to Golden Gate Park and with a paper bag. Like, homeless people have the best rocks. So, I mean, we all know that. Uh, so that's where I got them from. And now I know when I give them to her, I'll be like, Hey, this one promotes, uh, you know, uh, wandering and, and, tr and not really having any one place you're tied down to, uh, almost like you're without a home here. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to my phone. I've, I've realized I've just admitted it to myself lately, which I think is helpful cause I didn't want to. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it used to be something I did in the middle of other things, and now it's like, okay, it's my primary activity. So it's like, okay, I'm going to the, uh, I'm on my phone. I need to figure out how to go to the bathroom. Um, I, like nowadays, I spend so much time on my phone while going to the bathroom that sitting down to pee is gender neutral at this point. Like it just, it just is. Like, but the world's not ready for that. I mean, I've been doing it for years, like in public restrooms, but I, I, I got to pretend like I'm taking a shit, even though in reality, I'm just on Instagram. Like, oh, they got engaged. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I, I don't like phone addiction because, uh, they're, they, these phones, they kind of like think for them. They, they, they it feels like they kind of have a mind of their own. Like you ever just take it out of your pocket and it's like written a sentence for you. Like it, like my phone is like me as an eager employee. Like I bring something to my boss. I'm like, is this what you meant? And he's like, no, it would have been better if you just did nothing. Like that, that's how I feel my phone is. Um, but dialing doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, like whenever someone was like, uh, sorry, I butt dialed you. I'm just like, how <laughs> like that doesn't like how does that i'm not gonna get into it but i never believe it when my girlfriend says that she butt dials me because never in the history of forever has she ever put anything in her pocket uh she refuses to it's like hey can you put this in your po pocket babe it's like i'm wearing jeans it's like, all right 
now we have two unexplained phenomena. Um, I, uh, I, uh, hmm. I, when I was a kid, I, th I thought the word euthanasia meant youth in Asia. Uh, so every time I heard like, oh, we have a problem with euthanasia, I was like, oh my God, they have too many kids. Um, I guess we should, uh, when I heard about China's one child policy, I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> like, it's very progressive of them. And I thought euthanize meant unionize, but for kids. So whenever people, and uh, you know, I, I think I'm pro labor. And so whenever people are like, hey, we can't let people euthanize. I was like, well, give them a chance, you know, like at least let them try to euthanize themselves. Like before you go taking away their rights. Um, happy Friday, everybody. Morrissey. Happy Friday to you too. Good to see you. Okay, everybody, we're going to keep moving. Everybody give it up for Larry Dorsey. Yeah, um, when I was 18, I knew like 30 people who died. I had a friend die today, right? And, um, of course, I'm older than 18, uh, but it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I remember I was in acting school, too, and it was like one week where I knew eight people who died. And people in acting school, of course, everybody's white, and they're like, my coffee's cold and shit like that. And I was just sitting there in class like, you niggas, oh, my gosh. These motherfuckers will never understand. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what sucks, too? When you're popular, you have to go to a lot of fucking funerals. <laughs> Where you know a lot of people, you, you know a lot of people who fucking die. It's crazy, you know? And I'm named after my uncle who was murdered. So, like, I feel like there's, like, a dark cloud everywhere I go. Like, it's just, like, all fucking about niggas getting killed. God damn. <laughs> don't die Pam please what's going on <laughs> please <laughs> yeah it's wild yeah I've seen people get killed I, oh man it's crazy stories like of people how people die one of my uncles he was retarded right like on paper retarded and he was there when my un other uncle got shot and my uncle's the other my other uncle's brain splattered on him right and he was, since he was kind of slow, like he had Asperger's or something, but it was in the, in the ghetto. You don't know what the fuck it is. This nigga's slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. He gets slow. Nigga's retarded. And so he like screamed and shrieked and he had a gun on him too, but he couldn't get to it. And he was just so shocked, right? He didn't know what to do. And so he found the people who killed my uncle, my other uncle, and he tried to pull his gun out on him and he shot himself in his artery and he fell out and he bled out and died. Fucking retarded, right? But, <laughs> but it's like, damn, you know? So, like, growing up, I would get cussed out every single day by my dad. Motherfucker! All the time, just yelling and screaming at me. And, I, and as I got older, I realized I had to um, 
I had to forgive my dad all the time because what he went through, like like white people used to spit in his face. My dad's from like the 50s, like from down South Texas. He had a fucked up time growing up. He picked cotton. Like I asked him too. I was like, you really pick cotton? He's like, enough for a bed set and a pillow. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. True story. <laughs> that nigga died today. That's crazy, man. I'd have shed a thug tear for that nigga today. You know how they say like oppression Olympics and all that shit? Fuck that. I believe in fucking oppression Olympics. Fuck all that shit. If a motherfucker got punched in the face and you, yeah, I got a boo-boo on my knee, it's not like, oh, we can't compare these. Uh, n- nigga, yeah, we could. Nigga, I got my fucking face punched in. Your ass complaining about your knee. Fuck your knee, nigga. <laughs> this isn't funny, but I have two shows tonight and I have to be funny. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Um, Yeah. The first person I knew who got killed, I was 10 years old, and he got shot in a drive-by. Remember, Keith? Oh, you, you was at Aptus at the time. Yeah. He, was, he got shot in a drive-by. Uh, they tried to kill his brother, and they killed him. And I remember there was, like, this big thing at school and shit. Yeah, my school, I went to a ghetto at school. People had guns at school, and there was never a school shooting. There were shootouts. <laughs> Niggas shooting at each other, but there was never a fucking school shooting at my school. It was a, right? Our school was hood as fuck. There was a fight, here in San Francisco, there was a fight every day at our school. Every day. And the security guards were putting bets on it. Like, it was like, it was some real hood shit. I loved it. And that's where most of the people who died throughout my life, (laughs) that's where I knew most of them. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. I'm not afraid of dying. I, you know what? I'm, this is my last year of my 20s. I never thought I would make it to the age of 25. Did you? The way we grew up, I never thought I would be 25. And as a black person, I'm already going through my midlife crisis because our life expectancy is so low. So I'm already like going through it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I never thought I would be – I'm about to be 30? That's crazy to me. So many people I know, my be, our best friend has been in prison for the last 10 years. Like, all, all of our 20s, our best friend, like, someone, like, you see us together all the time, he would have been with us, too. That nigga's been in prison for the last 10 years. Yep. I wish I could do that for him. <laughs> I wish I could set that nigga free. <laughs> free my nigga AV, blood. <laughs> yeah. I, the shit we did, I should be in prison, man. I never killed anybody or something like that, but. It's crazy. Where do I know you from? I f- where do we know each other from? Okay. Where, where else do we might have seen each other? Maybe. Yeah. Have you done improv? At Bats? That's where we know each other. I, I work at Bats. Yeah. You know what's the beauty about that? Is Bats, I'm the first black employee in its 30 years of existence. It's like the premier improv uh, theater here in San Francisco, right? And I love to represent it because I'm a real nigga. I'm not a fucking, hey guys, black guy. I'm not that black guy. You know what I mean? I'm friends with white people. I can get along and move in every circle and everything. We're all human beings, whatever. But I'm not the black guy. Gee, Willigers. I'm not that fucking nigga. You know what I mean? (laughs) So because of that, 
I'm like representing for black people at bats in a more authentic way that I feel like, right? Because there is a such thing as a sellout ass nigga. And um, to end it, I'll just say this. I'll never forget this one lady came up to me at bats and she was like, you changed my whole perspective about black people. It was deep. And I didn't know how to take it. I was like, is this disrespectful? Is this like, am I really just changing the narrative of black people? Can I can I wear a grill and sag and be look like a crazy ass dude, but be intellectual with multiple college degrees? Can I, can I rep that? I don't know. But yeah, all I got to say is this. You better be happy about your motherfucking life. Life is precious. My nigga died today. Rest in peace. Sad. Fucked up. Here goes Meredith. I love Meredith too. She's always been so uh, bl uh, warm to me. Same as Pam. Much love. Thank you. That wasn't comedy. <laughs>Dorsey, I love you guys. Oh, Temo, they're already out the door. They've been friends since they were five. Knew, yeah. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, they're such wonderful people, both of them. And Duat, you're next. You ready? Duat, my. Thanks, Meredith. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you. How do I follow that? That was heartfelt. And I grew up in a mansion. And I have. That was that was sad, wasn't it? Fuck. Oh, I want to run out. I want to run out of here and like uh, go break uh, white people's windows or something. <laughs> I don't know. Man, that was whoa. Can we all uh, have a moment of silence for me for having to follow that? <laughs> uh, about. I'm glad uh, uh, Terry's not here. Well, Larry's not here to hear me make. You know, kind of light of that. But we got to make light of it because this is open mic comedy. <laughs> what am I going to do? Tell you original, magnificent jokes and make you laugh? <laughs> no. I'll tell you, I saw uh, this man here, Matthew Quirk, at the 24-hour uh, fitness yesterday. I was, uh, I was in there because I had to brush my teeth and floss and I washed my hair, but like not step in the shower, wash my hair, you know. And then I looked up and I saw him and his, uh, his towel and it's like, uh, he's like, he's all buff and muscular, you know? Have you seen him without his shirt on? Off? Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's, he still has a needle hanging from his tits. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that, that was fake. You guys knew that was fake. That was, that's not true. Hey, but you guys, uh, all right, now it's time for jokes. Things I thought of not on stage. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, you know how, you know how like bats get around using their sound? Like what if in the future we inject the bat's DNA into blind people and, and now they get around by screaming? And they go, oh, oh, that way. Oh, oh, sorry, Sarah, I didn't hear you. Wouldn't it be crazy? At the library, sir, if you're gonna be inside, you gotta use your cane, okay? Don't tell me what to do. Ah! Are you yelling at me? Are you trying to locate me to hit me? That's, that would suck if they lost their hearing. They go, oh, I'm blind again. <laughs> you had two eyes. That's it. Okay. Hey, you guys ever seen like a bullfight? I went to Mexico once and I saw a bullfight. I thought it was pretty unfair because like the bullfighter, he gets years of training in the bull. Nothing. No training for the bull. What if in the future we invent a helmet to talk to animals? I would train a bull. I'll be like, lesson number one, pay no attention to the curtain.
And lesson number two, if you're losing, just jump into the stands and take out as many as you can. Just wipe them out. They're just as, they're guilty, all of them. They, hey, you guys, you guys know what, uh, you know the wind, the wind is annoying, isn't it? The wind is annoying. I, I was trying to light my cigarette the other day and then like I kept blowing it out. And then there's a wildfire and it fans the flames. I'm like, make up your mind. Jesus, I'm out of matches. Now I gotta evacuate. What is, I hate the wind. Was that believable? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what open mics are for. To, uh, to know that I'm not being uh, very convincing. Oh, you know what? Some of you guys have heard this joke before, but I, I know some of you guys haven't, so maybe I'll, I'll tell it. Not, it's not even a joke, but it's about how people create jobs, you know? And I'm like, I hate jobs. Like, stop creating them. Huh. The guy goes, I created 300 jobs. I'm like, well, then you do them. Don't give them to me. Right? Like before jobs, we hunted and we fished and we like grew vegetables. Right? That's, those are all the things that my 65-year-old dad does. Which means before jobs, we were all born into retirement. Right? And now, you know, life was good. We were there. We were, we were there. And now jobs offer us a retirement package. And I'm like, I was already retired. Don't steal my car and offer me a ride. Don't do that. Okay. One more and then I go. You guys like the white claw? The white, the white claw? Yeah. White claw? Uh, it's like, it doesn't taste like, it's like alcohol, but it doesn't taste like anything. It's just like it has, <laughs> it has no taste. Water, like, like just seltzer, seltzer water. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Oh man, I love it. You know? That's all. <laughs> I love, thank you. Thank you. Ooh, thanks for letting me stretch. Meredith. Do what, my? It's so funny. He meant he says white claw. I've learned so many things at open mics, and I've been to pretty low number of them <laughs> compared to most people in the room, um, or everyone in the room certainly. <laughs> Looking around, um, but white claw. So is that like the brand, and it's also a drink? Yeah, I'm white, into paint. Oh yeah, white no, claw. So, smart. so white it's claw so is like uh, Zima for. Gen Zers, remember Zima back in the day? Oh, so it's not alcoholic. It's, it's, no, it's a white. It's alcoholic. Or did Zima it's, have alcohol? Yeah, Zima had alcohol. It before. <laughs> it's like okay. um, it's like flavored Zima. Yeah, they have like okay. grapefruit flavor, so like lemonade, but it's it's malt. It's malt liquor. Got it. So it's like um, strawberry Boone's Hill, strawberry right. farm, all that shit. It's Bartles and James. Got it. It's Got yeah, it. Does gross. It have a nice, nice bottle. Is that how did it's it become popular? It's in a can. It's in a can. Okay. Okay, yeah. but with some it's uh, a, liquor in it. It's just, it's Zima. It's Zima rebranded. Got it. White Claw, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. I always learn something, but I just love that. <laughs> yeah. One, I love how smart Pam is. She put herself so on the radio, you know, put the mic on so people could hear her when I'm like, what is White Claw? Um, <laughs> and explained it all to us. But yeah, um, I don't think she put that red light on. She should. She's handling everything back there. Okay, Ernest isn't coming. Sam, you're Sam Locke, you want me to say? All right, guys, so Sam, you're next. Give it up for Sam Locke. Thank you. I feel like, you know how LaCroix has that reputation of like you drink LaCroix if you were an alcoholic and you're trying to stop? White Claw is like if you do a 180 and go back. <laughs> I Yeah, except for Pam and Meredith, I feel tonight like I just walked into the wrong bathroom. 
but here I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna own it. I'm I'm very cold because I'm sick. I can't warm up emotionally, so I'm in the holiday spirit. Tired. Nose is red. Do you guys ever visit your family for the holidays? That's the spirit. You're on the right track. Do you ever, okay? You do your family. Do you ever like enjoy it like genuinely? I feel like when you when you grow up, when you leave, you become a better person, and then at like the end of December, you just turn that around. You flip it. Speaking of the holidays, there's the whole Trump impeachment thing, and there's a lot of good in that, but I think the worst part is now we all have to pretend we know how that works. Like we can like we can just agree with each other. Like I you won't ask me how the House Senate thing works, and I won't ask you and we know and that's it and we'll see what happens in february or march or whatever hap or whenever that is and that's where we are it's like there's going to be i always worry when we bring it up in a group conversation that there's somebody who's going to try and either ask me to explain it to them or test me to see if i know and i both of those are a lose-lose because i don't but i have the right attitude and i hope it'll turn out well and it's that's what matters that's what democracy is that's what democracy is about I think another thing I've noticed politically, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I see a lot of like very like slim white girls. I know, I know. But you, you see a lot of people who are very slim and fit and they'll like have one cookie and be like, this is it. I'm fighting diet culture. I'm a hero. And first of all, like I want two cookies for me. But in addition to that, if one little, if that makes them fighting diet culture because they're like not eating a salad for one meal, I'm a hero and I'm not ready for that responsibility. I lost my driver's license for a week and I just kept going. It was in my pocket, but I didn't know that. I can't take that burden on my shoulders right now. I'm still figuring it out. Another thing I've been thinking about lately is like, I think I've, I've been in a relationship for a little over a year now and what just my boyfriend does that makes you feel like shit is he's so nice I can't win like one day I brought cookies home that I stole and I was like here I found these they're a little mush they were in my pocket and he made dinner so I felt I felt worse about that that's all I have for tonight thank you guys so much <laughs>why we shouldn't have me in charge just kidding we shouldn't though okay Ernest isn't coming Sam went I think we're where did yeah where did that guy go I think he was just watching. he was just I mean I didn't notice his name I think he said it was Santino or something do y'all know him no but that it was something like that but I didn't notice it on the list so oh well we have our headliner for tonight if you're do you want to still do it all right guys everyone the wonderful thank you for having us thank you for having me Pam People donate online to Mooney Radio. Everybody, happy Friday, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. What what are we doing now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm <laughs> you. Uh, I'm not, I'm not good at that. You look like a cross between a mama and a baked potato. I'm like, I don't know what all that's. Is it? I just. That wasn't bad at all. That's good. Um, I've been thinking a lot about.
having a baby. Uh, I'm going through menopause, and that's weird. And uh, I'm like, ah, you know, and just like every other entitled woman over 40 I, in San Francisco, I want a baby now. Uh, so I decided to adopt a kitten. I got a kitten. It's okay. Don't worry. I'm not having a baby. I got a tiny, tiny cat. It's like one cat is not enough for this dried up uterus. I need two cats. Really excited uh, going through menopause so I can finally get that tattoo on my uterus of a tiny skeleton baby kitten. A kitten. A little kitten tattoo like a little skeleton just right there all curled up on my uterus. Excited about menopause. It is. It's been really weird. It's been really, really weird. I lost my sense of taste and smell. Nothing real funny about that. It's part of menopause. But now it's time to start eating ass, I think. Now, just like these crazy Gen Zers, they all eat ass. I don't know what they're doing. They can still taste and smell. I can't. Maybe it's time to start these crazy kids. The uh, only good thing about menopause, I'll never have another abortion. That's, that's good. For taxpayers, that's important on the medical tip. Uh, yeah, menopause. It's been weird. I've been going through like these crazy up and down roller coasters. Right now I'm on sort of a lower thing, but usually I'm boy crazy. Like this Fridays are just like amazing. It's just the room's filled with 26-year-old men. I just I love it. I can't get enough. I love watching soccer with my boyfriend because I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make their goals. They literally make goals. That's what soccer's all about. Hot 26-year-old men taking their shirts off after they make their goals. I'm like, that's good. Do it here, guys. I did my first set. Take your shirt off. It is. It's a great thing, though, about stand-up comedy is you actually are encouraged to stare at people. So it's not creepy. When I'm like, if you see me in the back there and I'm all a little drool, I'm like, it's not because I'm bored. It's because I'm horny. It's, I'm an old lady. I'm allowed to stare at these young guys. I, I have, I've been really inappropriate lately. I've been um, kind of, I sexually harassed my mailman. <laughs> he's, he works on 20th Street. He's really good looking. He's, he's about 26. He's blonde. And he had his mail shirt open. It was one of those warm days. He had his mail shirt open, his little blue shirt, and he had a wife beater on. And uh, he was showing a little nip, you know? And uh, I looked at him and I said, uh, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. And he, like, he was like, oh, he was a little taken aback. And he was like, I just sexually harassed my mailman. Yay. But they seem to like it. These young boys, they seem to be asking for it. They're okay with it. It's fine. No, I've never, I'm like, am I catcalling? I've never really understood catcalling until, you know, I hang around cats all the time. Ah, professional. Uh, I, I figured out catcalling. I understand it. I understand all about it because I call my cat all the time. I, come here, baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. He doesn't come here. Baby kitty, baby kitty. And then he shows me his butthole, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you do want me to pick you up. And then I chase him down, and I pick him up without consent, and I take him up, and I flip him over, and I turn him into a baby, and I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> I understand catcalling. That's all I'm saying. I think I understand it now. 
I do. I I uh, I don't like to wear makeup because I'm. I thought it was because I'm a feminist, but really it's just because I'm poor. <laughs> do you know how expensive makeup is? It's crazy. If I spend $150, I better fucking look great. You know, like if I'm gonna buy makeup, I better look it. Uh, but I don't usually wear it. I, I I feel like I get unwanted attention from men. But sometimes it's a compliment, right? Like I was walking down the street and a guy said, "Girl, you've been living a long time to look 22." That's a compliment. Straight up compliment, right? Uh, another gentleman said, oh yeah, I like your fit on today. Oh, I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit, double entendre and cat call. I'm with it. It's a compliment. I never wear skirts because this one gentleman walked up to me and said, hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh my God. Cat calling? I'm like, gross. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's at come anyway? That's, that's weird. That's... You weirdo, that's on you. That's your problem. It's actually all over me. It's me. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm taking up all your time. I'm going to do one more joke because I've been wanting to work on it. I'm trying to change it a little bit. Um, so I don't know how to make money, and I've always wanted to be in a band, so I thought that I'd start a comedy metal band, right? Like death metal, because there's only like seven words in those songs anyways. and <laughs> and And I thought that I could call it like... Um, uh, it'd be, we'd be the glitter kittens. No? Kittens. Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. Porn, 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 porn. People love porn. And end rhyme, apparently. There's a song, it's going to be my big money maker. I'm going to call it 23-year-old's lament. And it goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? It's a death growl. It hurts your voice. <coughs> Sorry, that's serious shit. All right. This is crazy. I guess people have been out of town. And, uh, but thanks for listening to my jokes. Do you guys want to come up and say where you're performing soon or next or anything like that? Do you have upcoming shows or things you want to share? Yeah, uh, that show, Kelly Evans. I'm having a guest booker, Kelly Evans, so that I can run the door. I thought, oh, maybe if someone else books it, people will come. <coughs> Although, tonight, Sam Carroll said he's bringing six people. I'm like, yes, yes. Thank you for donating. I really appreciate that. Uh, please follow our Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. If anyone has any other shows, come up and tell about them. Yay! Pam Benjamin, thank you for having us. Does anyone want so Duat's here next Friday, Saturday? Oh, he was joking. Okay, she wasn't. But Kelly Evans is hosting a show here next week. Um, he's working tonight. He sent me a message, so that's why he's not here. Um, <laughs> it was like good excuse. Matthew is going to come up. Matthew Quirk, he's going to tell us his show schedule or do some jokes or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to do 20 more minutes, right? There's time on the clock, right? These guys don't mind. You, got, you don't have a life or anything to go to, right? No, just kidding. No, I'm going to be at uh, Blondie's Bar, the good, the bad, and the funny on uh, January 6th. And uh, I can't wait to see like the guy there's someone does like caricatures of the comics for, for the for the flyer. I can't wait to see how my caricature comes out. I know that doesn't work great for the people out there in mutiny land, but 
I'm visu- very visually appealing. Let's just say that. And I'm curious to see what this guy comes up with for a caricature. Anyway, uh, anyone else going to share anything? That's it for me. I'm not really doing 20 minutes. They gave me a big... When I when I had the, my caricature made for that show, my nose was extraordinarily big. And I was like, all right, fair enough. So uh, Dwight Mai wants me to roast him real quick. So I just want to say, you know, uh, when... When we saw you come up here with your little note thing, I thought you were going to really kill with that stuff. I thought, I thought you were going to napalm us, actually. Leave us, burn the stage down. Uh, but it turned out uh, it was really more like, it was just a Tet Offensive. The Tet Offensive, guys. It was a moral victory. A moral victory. You guys aren't students of history. That's a fucking solid. It was a solid Vietnam joke. Yes. Yeah. Well structured. And it... He's he's laughing. He he got it. Anyone else want to roast anybody else? When I I suck at roasting. I don't understand how it works. I I just I can't do it. I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I just unless I don't know people. all of you. If I know people and like them, it's hard. If I don't know, I I, I mean, I'd say like. You look like someone who owns a house. Like, how do I? Is that a, is that a big? Is that a, I'm curious to see what yours looks like too, Matthew at Blondie's. Which night? January sixth, Monday, oh, January sixth. Okay, got it. Yeah. Oh, so on a Monday. Yeah, that's the day that people go back to work and school and all that. January sixth seems like a doomsday, but it's not. See, that's the day you go back to work for this. <laughs> That's when Congress will be back. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's good to see everyone. Sam, it was nice to meet you. It was great. Sam Locke. Sorry I ate some of Pam's amazing goodies. She, she is the best cook. I'm not joking around at all. And I do mean edible treats. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank right, you guys. so much for hosting. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay. Everybody, I'm Meredith Slaughter. Happy Meredith Slaughter, yay. Friday. Happy holidays. Thank and thank you, Mutiny Radio. Motorcycle lawyers were part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1 800 Law Tigers or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? 
Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passengers? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs, and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf. .myshopify.com and experience Subliminal SF. (laughs) 
Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. <laughs> well, my favorite thing, this is another thing I believe in, like, uh, when creditors call me, I oh, will God. just fuck with them, and, and now, um, I think... You have credit card debt? You have debt? Uh, yeah, I, I have debt, but they, they won't call me anymore because I've just wasted so much of their time, and, you know, after seven years, it just resets, right? Does it? Yeah, 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 so no. but what you have to do is when they call you, you can't admit it's you, when they're like... Hi, this is Pam Benjamin. You can't say it's, it's you. You don't so have to say I, it's not me. I couldn't answer the phone. This is Pam. That's how I always answer the phone. Right. You also have to change your uh, voicemail message. Wow. But uh, that's the thing I didn't know because my I, I would live to fuck with these people. They call me. And the only way you can really keep them on the phone is if you admit it's you. You know. Right, because otherwise they want it. Otherwise they'll try to hang up and stuff. But like I, I knew exactly. So, so I, I. Who did you learn this trick from? Did you read well, it in a book? I, no, I just figured it out after they oh. kept calling me. And basically, okay, I, a credit score is an imaginary fucking number, all right? It's not a real physical thing. It's an imaginary fucking number. I don't believe in credit scores. So you're not going to threaten me. They, they threaten me, oh, right. we'll fucking ruin your credit score. Go for it. I'm going for the world's lowest credit score. You know? <laughs> and I just fuck, I'd be like, how do you people sleep at night? Try, your, your whole job is to get money from poor people. You fuck it. For yeah. fucking rich corporations. You, you, you know, just going off yeah because i love that a confrontation where there's no risk of physical right. uh, altercation and they totally deserve it their their job i don't give a their fuck you know, to feed my family well how about you do something that actually helps society instead of stealing money from four poor people yeah fucking douchebag so i don't yeah yeah no i agree because that's the thing if you have a credit card that means you don't have the cash to pay for something which means you're poor but it's not all cra- <laughs> i never had a credit card in my life and i probably never will because my credit score is so low but uh well they'll give you a credit card they just give you like a 18 or 19 percent interest rate monthly uh combinant so when you have a low credit score you can get lower lower interest because they know you'll pay it back but 
Otherwise, they keep you at a really oh, right, high right, interest right, right. rate so that you'll pay it off every month, and they try to scare you, but then it just keeps racking and racking and racking and racking. And that's when you say, fuck you, and then right. don't talk to them for seven years. Right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but my stuff wasn't even credit card debt. It was like, um, it was, uh, there was a hospital thing. Oh. There was a... That should be forgiven. That's not fair. I think I, I think yeah. hospital debt can't fuck with your credit score, but the creditors would still call me for the hospital debt. Sure, of course. And then it was shit for like unpaid, uh, y- y- you know, um, like uh, trains or whatever, unpaid tolls and stuff. Oh. And I just like to welcome y'all. To- well, that uh, I, that's when I because I looked at my actual credit report and. Um, most of it was stemmed from those kind of things, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was never like I fucked. And I'd just like to welcome y'all to Afternoon Delight 6.9. Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you tuning in right now, you just on time. Oh, boy. It's a podcast. I don't know, maybe you've heard of them. Perhaps you've been living under a rock, which brings me to, uh... Our hosts, we got Amanda Rocks. Amanda Rocks! Karaoke host from Oklahoma. Kind of makes me think of Okie from Muskogee. I think that was Merle Haggard. Anybody ever listen to Merle Haggard? We got uh, Sarah Late Ass Sparkles. They've been calling her Late Ass Sparkles because she's on time to everything and sparkly. So your motherfuckers gotta stop listening to me and start listening to these two females. And I mean, they're crazy. Like, you know, bad shit crazy. Get the kids to sit you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the show. Welcome to Afternoon Delight. This is Amanda Rocks. And Sarah Sparkles. And Delightful Dave. And back from the dead. Broken. Bob. <laughs> All right. So we got a whole studio full of people today. So many. So many. We can't see you waving. So <laughs> we are happy to call them our friends and our friends of friends and family. All right. So... I would say the old um, the old hats at this should go. And Russell, why don't we start with you out there and you can tell us hello <laughs> and who you are, even though I just did. Hi, everyone. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Absolutely. Russell, back with the truffles. A smorgasbord of truffles for the hosts and the guests. Hell yeah, you just had like a run. A truffle smorgasbord of the weekend during St. Patrick's Day. Of the gargantuan birthday weekend with oh gargantuan yeah. truffles. And did we that get the one from my house? Weekend. From your house? From the house? Yes, I did bring a gargantuan thin mint truffle for you guys. Wasn't there one in the fridge? Yeah, but I made this one for you guys. Really? Yay. Oh, do we get to eat one in the fridge? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm awesome. coming over. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we'll need help with that. Mm-hmm. All right. That. Okay, so, so who's next? It's Critterbug. Hi, Hi Critter. Here with a bunch of kids. Yay. Bum, 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 I love it when you call bum, me a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you weren't talking about me. And who else do we got next? Oh. Talking to the mic. You can move it up to you. I'm Rihanna. Hi, Rihanna. Hi, and I'm Ken. I'm here to do some plugins. Ooh. Sounds dirty. Sounds painful. And? Who else? We have one of the birthday people from this weekend. <laughs> Hi, um, my name's Ray. How you doing, Ray? How was your birthday? My birthday was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. Um, I have to say your your birthday truffle was my favorite of the birthday truffles. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would okay. agree with that. Hi, I'm John. I don't know why I'm here. Hello. Well, we're glad you're <laughs> here to have fun, I hope. I mean, and if you don't, we're, we're, we're not. There was a big bang. and then. I don't know what we can do about that. And who else <laughs> do we have? I know we only have four mics out there, but... 
Hi, I'm Jay. I just got out of the bathroom. Well, <laughs> hi, right. Jay. Hello, Jay. I hope everything came out okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a number or anything. I mean, good. Don't even remind Did me you like the, the light in there? It's d- it was thoroughly right. enjoyable. Right? Everyone should go to the nice bathroom. change. Seriously. Dude, I'm At so least like, once. I'm so bummed that I didn't get the disco <laughs> light on my fridge in my move. I forgot about it. I had, the, I had been LED. You open the, the fridge door and it just starts flashing different colors. My kids thought I was like super ingenious, but it turns out I just ran out of light bulbs. <laughs> so, but I forgot it. I'm, I'm hell bummed. So, nice. and, and we also fridge. had just had Adriel walk in. Hi, Adriel. Uh, Adriel looks like Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. And Katie's <laughs> on her way. Who did nice? Oh yeah, that's great. So, um, the the group of you guys that are here, who, what are you? Why are you here? Tell me what you do. Tell me about. <laughs> what you would answer that for us. Who are that's you? that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> well, don't you do body casting or something? Oh uh, yeah. So really, uh, tell me about this. One thing that at least two of us do is we are on a shadow cast called the Body Cast, and what we do is that we perform the Rocky Horror Picture Show Ooh. twice a month. Um, wow. The last Saturday of every month, we're up at the Clay Theater in San Francisco. And we just play the movie. We have a bunch of actors. We have a bunch of props. We have a bunch of costumes. Actors get in those, and they just act in front of the movie. It's great. We have props. Some of them are from the movie. Some of them are joke props. Um, and we have we just have a lot of fun. And we encourage the audience to participate. You know, yell at the movie. We. We you could throw things. Yeah, I like throwing awesome. things. Not we, and screen. blow stuff up. The screen is expensive, but the cast That's is the cheap. <laughs> throw, just throw your toilet Sounds paper like our show. at us. Up and back. I couldn't see. And at the actors. That's awesome. I've been waiting to go. I've been bugging Critter about Sometimes it like it is. forever. Can we make a field trip there? Yes. Where? I yeah. keep yes. posting. For the Rocky Horror, remember I said I know, but I'm not good at adult, Curdy. You know this. So. I can't hear you without when you're not on microphone and I have headphones on. Tell me. Into the bed, baby. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? We Good. can hear you guys. We can't hear Adriel <laughs> talking in here. The show that we were talking about going to see to support that guy that came to visit, remember? Oh, yeah. I, I thought know. we were going to go to the show on Monday with... Um, we were, and no one got a hold of me. Um, like, this next Monday, I, I think, totally is the last too. time that I it's going to be around.
combine. You got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. If a daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If a daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Speed along the lane, you can down or a ton of 25. When the sun goes down, you can make it, make it good and lay by. When I grab people, when I dirty, when I mean, we love everybody, but we do as we please. When the weather's fine, we go fishing or go swimming in the sea. philosophy sing along with us dee 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 da 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 yeah we're happy da 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 dee da da dee da 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 da
is changing now, you're part of a crowd. They're laughing at something, the music's loud. A girl comes towards you, and once you used to know, you reach out your hand, but you're all alone. And those time passages, I know you're in. station on for Rodney on the Rock.
thought that I was in control. Always thought that I could reach my goal. Now I'm staring at my empty cup. Uh, will the real me please stand up? I'm smashed. Hello there, operator. Crashed. You'll have to try me later. Just between me and you, I'll feel much better in a day or two. Thank you to Mose Ellison, who's smashed. And, uh,. We're smashed as far as money goes, so we need you folks to come out and and help us donate. When you go to the website, click on there and give us some some of that paper coated with chlorophyll dollar bill. And this is this is going out to Tina Weymouth and her and her friends over in the Nassau area. Flatback Plastic Mini Radio dot FM. I'm 
Judgment Day.